Welcome to the Kayla Ambrose Show. I'm your host and your travel guide to the other side, Kayla Ambrose. And to find out more about me, go to my website, exploreyourspirit.com. I'm an author, a wisdom teacher, esoteric wisdom teacher, since we're going to be formal and talk about that tonight. I'm an intuitive interior designer. I'm a podcaster. I teach online classes about all types of metaphysical concepts, and that's pretty much what I do. Tonight, I want to talk to you more about the wisdom teacher part. And because I'm an esoteric wisdom teacher, I'm known as someone who studied and now teaches in the mystery schools. So I get a lot of questions from people asking me, Kayla, what's a mystery school? And I wrote a book about it that my students really uh, were kind of um, really great about encouraging me to do, to write a book about the first nine lessons that a student has to study and to work through when they first enter uh, studying in mystery school. So I'm gonna read you a page from my book here. Uh, so think of it as your audible podcast version tonight of me reading from my book, Nine Life-Altering Lessons, Secrets of the Mystery Schools Unveiled. And if you're interested, this book is actually available on Audible, <laughs> on Audible, on Audible where um, you can listen to me read the whole book if you like. But let's do a page tonight. Long before the civilizations of Lemuria or Atlantis, mystery schools existed, sharing their wisdom and light on Earth. To answer the question, what is a mystery school, would be similar to attempting to explain the nature of humanity as they are intertwined together. The schools are always working in some form of service to humanity, both in the seen and the unseen. As humanity evolves, the teachings continue to advance, offering their wisdom as well, for those who are ready to enter the temple and become a student of the esoteric teachings. Some of the more well-known schools were in Samaria, India, Egypt, Greece, and throughout Celtic Europe though there were many other esoteric schools all around the world. And certainly, being one of the best known does not always imply being the best. Legends, fables, and stories regarding the esoteric teachings and the mystery schools have spread over into the secret societies, and they branched out from there into other groups and organizations. It's not the focus of my book here to teach the history of the mystery schools, in the East and in the West, nor is it an attempt to explain all the details involved. For this material can be found elsewhere. The purpose of this book is to interest you, to pull up a chair and join me here for a thought-provoking conversation like philosophers have done throughout the ages. I've spent this lifetime and many others engaged in conversations such as these. Some call me a teacher. I like to say I do not teach. Rather, I help souls remember who they are. This knowledge is timeless and universal and belongs to no one. And it belongs to everyone still at the same time. Each person retains this information deep within their soul where they hold the key. 
and when they're ready to release this wisdom and remember who they are and why they're here, they do so. For some people, the way to take this journey is through the mystery schools with a teacher and a guide. If I may be of some service in this capacity along their journey, I'm always pleased to do so. During the time we share here together, my wish is that this book will stir your soul, entertain your thoughts, and inspire you to explore the magnificence of who you are. Have no doubt that you are a unique and beautiful soul with much to give and share here and now in this beautiful universe and earth on which we reside. It's not possible to fully discourse or teach nine lessons here in this book, for the extent of their depth and their wisdom would take volumes. It's also difficult to create a bibliography here of sources, as the resources provided in this book have been shared in private mystery schools in oral fashion for thousands of years. However, the information here provided will most definitely help one decide if they would like to study the esoteric teachings further and learn more. And so that's where I start my book as I begin to introduce myself as a teacher and explain what the mystery schools are. They're called esoteric teachings, wisdom teachings, enlightenment teachings, and they've been known by other names throughout the ages. They were shared through all these places that I mentioned, but they're much older. They're older than the earth. And the wisdom is always found when you look within. In certain times in history, some of this material was presented in a written form, sometimes in sacred symbols, sacred geometry, in scrolls, papyrus. Sometimes it was inscribed on stones and parchment. Sometimes it was carved into buildings. There are always clues showing you the mysteries of these powerful teachings. But here's the interesting part. These teachings can't really be experienced or mastered by reading the book or through just listening. They are just guides along the way for you to open up to introspection and self-observation. You have to explore within and take this path. The teachings, when they're shared, have a way of touching your heart and your soul and leading you in many different directions than you may have thought you would ever go. They're there to stir your emotions. And even when you read and discuss the lessons, you're going to find there's layers and layers in these teachings, what's called in the mystery schools, peeling back the onion. I explain it when I work with a new student that my first goal is to explain the concepts of the wisdom teachings. It's like I'm planting seeds of knowledge and it goes into the mind of the new student. And over time, if the student cares for these seeds, contemplates and cultivates them, the seeds grow and they yield fruit into the future. It's like a garden. It takes the dedication of working with light and earth and elements and energy to produce a garden with delightful results and an abundant yield. And this is how the teachings work. Rather than you absorbing them in one big grand gesture, you let them take hold of you and absorb into you. And over time, they change you. They change who you are. They change your perspective and how you view the world. And they take you on a deeper journey. That's how the mystery schools work. 
And if this intrigues you, then this is where we would get started. If you're a new student to the Mystery School, you're called a neophyte. And that means beginner. It means someone new. Um, newly planted to bring forth as a neophyte. And so in the esoteric wisdom teachings, a neophyte is a student who has just become aware that they may be more than what they previously considered themselves to be. They understood that what they thought to be their consciousness is really more of the mind just running, running from emotion to emotion or random thought or experience to the next, and not as focused and conscious as they could be. They also understand that they're only exploring a small part of what lies beneath the surface of these thoughts and emotions. For many students who first come to me, a life-altering experience of some time has happened, or they've done some intense soul-searching, and it's led them to the understanding that they do look for answers. And so, over time and study, their journey leads them to the ancient mystery teachings. Some of them are connected with their intuition, and that leads them to me. And others find me in really strange and interesting ways. I always enjoy hearing the stories. As you join the school as a neophyte, you remain that way until you progress the next level, which is called an initiate. And the initiate, uh, the definition of such a word, is to admit or to accept with formal rights into an organization or group. So, mystery schools have guidelines for what neophytes must first learn and accomplish before they become an initiate. The ancient schools had very demanding protocols and a series of checkpoints that were set in the schools for what you had to learn and when you were ready to go further. Some people also wonder about the word esoteric, saying that mystery schools are only for the select few. And esoteric, the word, does mean for the few, but it's not select in the way that you think. It's select that only a few people at any given time want to work on themselves at such a deep level, want to really ask themselves these questions, who am I and why am I here? Did they want to understand and look beyond what their ego has been telling them? Did they want to perceive life in a different way? Did they want to evolve? Did they want to have an open mind and different perspectives about the why the way the world works that it does? At any given time, typically, there's usually about 2% of people in the world who actually want to do that kind of work. So if you're even thinking about this, Congratulations, you're, you're part of a very unique group of people who even think about these things and want to know more and do more. Another misnomer I feel I should clear up is that some people think they join a mystery school and then they're handed this secret book that contains all the knowledge in the world. And <laughs> even if a book could be written, I, which I don't think it could, the answers would be so complex that the person reading wouldn't really understand, um, wouldn't understand it, even if they read the answers. That's because there's a series of what we call sacred passages in the mystery schools that were created with inside each person. And these passages have portals of entry that you have to gain entrance into every portal before you enter into the heart, mind, and soul, which are open with alchemical changes. Their first chemical and then alchemical changes inside the body and mind. And this takes a while to open fully. 
And when each one is open, then the wisdom is granted to the student. These portals are your chakras, and you have to work through each chakra and open them and balance them. And then as you do so, and you go back through, an alchemical reaction happens, and that opens each of these gateways. And then they open all the way to the third eye with intuition, and then you enter into the higher planes. This is how this is done. It can't be done quickly. There's not a cheat code. You have to do the inner work. This is where you begin to understand some of the terms you may have heard about at mystery schools, such as as above, so below, as within, so without. These are all hints to the mysteries. What is done up above in the higher planes of the macrocosm, the same pattern is created within you, the microcosm, the smaller version. What you do inside, within, what you think about, the emotions you're feeling, the work you do on the inside is what emotes outside of you, without, in your aura, in your energy bodies, what people feel about you. If they feel you're trustworthy or kind or good or otherwise, what you do within reflects without. So as above, so below, as within, so without. Another thing about mystery schools is they're not a cult. And mystery schools prefer that you don't change any beliefs that you have when you first begin to study with them. They're not a religion. They're not trying to convert you to a religion. Um, I'm known for saying in my book, I think it's like page four. I think I'm pretty sure it says, I tell every student who I teach with, do not believe a word I say. All that is asked of you is that you listen with an open mind and consider what is being presented. If it resonates with you, then take it and think further upon it. If it does not, I only ask that you do not disregard it completely, but rather follow this information away to reconsider at another point in time. There is no judgment. There is only acknowledgement and acceptance. And, and I state this in the book for two very important reasons for all my students to read. The first being that this journey is about self-exploration and discovering, not listening blindly um, from another person to find out how to live your life. And second, it's very important for every student to learn to discern within themselves what feels right for them. Students of the wisdom teachings are taught to go within and trust the wisdom coming from their heart rather than what any other person may tell them is the right information. So where are the mystery schools? Well, they've often been referred to as temples. And in the past, there were physical temples and centers built in locations around the world. But the true mystery schools are inner temples. They're created within the heart, the mind, and the soul, as well as in the other planes. Some schools still choose to have physical temples for people to attend, but at the same time, the deeper lessons are held in sacred places around the world where students can connect with natural forces like water and the ocean and the trees, the mountains and caves for certain rituals and introspective work. There are guides on the other side that work to help humanity. And there are some that are assigned to help with 
spiritual growth. And they help many in the mystery schools. They help humanity as well to advance further along the path and to advance into each new age as well. And these spirit guides who assist will come many times um, into the work of a mystery school. Students that progress further in the schools as well as others who do spiritual work eventually find their way to these guides and working with them. Some of them have once walked the earth themselves and are considered to be higher consciousness teachers. These include Jesus, Buddha, Mary, Isis, Kuan Yin, Confucius, Krishna, and many others. I don't try to teach just one form of the teachings. I teach from many of the different groups because I believe many paths one destination. And I believe when we get to the core of all the schools and their teachings, that the truths are pretty universal and they're the ones that they're most agreed on. They're about love and honesty and they're very pure. So I say many paths one destination and that we can find this at the core of each of the, the schools that uh, at the core teach these in deeply intelligent teachings. Sometimes we have to peel back the onion because they're hidden in layers. And so you'll hear this used many times in Mr. Schools of how you peel back and go deeper and deeper. That once you know and you think you know, that you'll be surprised because you're going to find out you didn't know anything at all and you're going to start over again, peeling back again. So I started studying in the Mystery Schools in my early 20s and I remembered them from past lives. I remembered going to Mystery Schools, studying in them, what I did there, sometimes as a student, sometimes as a teacher. Uh, I remember being in the temples. I remember the initiations I had. Some were more grueling than others. And some of the temples, the initiations were so tough that it was debatable if you'd live through them sometimes. And other times they were softer and more understanding and really had to do with what was going on within your heart. So in this lifetime, when I came back, I would have memories even in my childhood of being in these mystery schools. I would ask my parents about them. I would ask when I would get to go study again, and they had no idea what I was talking about. So I started to cobble little pieces together. At the age of 12, I asked my parents if I could study astrology charts and explained what I wanted to know. And at the age of 13, I asked them about tarot, and then I wanted to study the tarot cards. Um, and they were great about letting me study both and learn. And I started to realize that the mystery schools weren't like how they were in the old days here. And they were trickier to find. So when I found my first teacher in my early 20s and went on to find two other teachers to study in the different modalities, it was exciting to finally realize that they exist, but in a different form. And my teachers each told me that I would end up teaching the wisdom teachings. And at first, I didn't believe them. I was just so happy to study and learn. I said, I'm just so happy to be here and to, you know, to study these things. But they were right. It happened. And here I am. And now I teach Mr. Schools for many, many years now. And in North Carolina, where I lived before, I had uh, a full physical mystery school where people came to where I studied. And now I teach online so that I can reach people all over the place. 
not everyone has the time to travel to North Carolina and come to a school there. So now as I do this online, I can help people where they're at. Some study with me privately, some study with the online courses, some study with the groups. It just depends on which works best for each person. How do you know if a mystery school is right for you? It's a good question. It's an inner knowing that you know that the world works in a way different than how it's been shown to you. It's an inner knowing that the religion you've been introduced to you really isn't answering those questions and really has some hypocrisy with some of the stories or the stories just really aren't explaining um, the deeper facts of what, what's going on. So it's almost like there's a search going on within you and you want to know more. And then as you begin to study these things, you realize these are exactly the kind of things I wanted to know about and they make sense. It kind of resonates with you. It's almost like you know there's more. I don't think I could meet a person in this lifetime who has never been in a mystery school and would be drawn to it the same way. I can almost tell the person has done the work before, studied before, been in a temple before. They just carry a certain energy pattern with them. Hard to explain, but you can almost feel it. So, mystery schools will never come knocking on your door asking for you to learn about them. And they rarely will advertise or do anything like that. They'll let themselves be known, but it has to be a calling for you, something that you enjoy doing um, and enjoy those type of lessons. So it's always for the student to decide if it's the right time for them and the right place for them to be. But I do enjoy talking about the different types, Egypt versus Greece and how different they are. Egypt was very heart-centric with the Mr. School uh, lessons where Greece was very uh, mind-centered, the logic in that way. Um, both bringing about interesting results, but the goal is to have all three encompassed in the teachings, the heart, the mind, and the soul. And when the three work together, anything's possible. In this chaotic world right now, it seems all three are more separated than ever before. And of course, that's a great worry to myself and others. Um, we're looking to see the, the light lift and encourage each person to be the best they could be and put them, their best selves out there. And that's because this is the time of evolution. This is the time what we're looking for, to go from the old age of Piscean into the new age of Aquarius. And as we work harder at that, and it becomes more of something at ease, the easier it'll be for all of us. But right now, we're changing everything. We're renovating the house in the biggest way possible, tearing everything apart and open, and some days questioning it and saying, why did we even start this process? What is going on? So if you can understand it, though, that it's a renovation, it can help you to kind of look through some of the messy parts that happened and go, okay, this is part of it. We had to break this apart in order to get to the dream we're having about the other thing. So when you know, it's just easier to work together like that and uh, to see the possibilities. 
and the outcome, and that'll get you more excited in that way. One of my favorite things that the Mystery School teachings share is that we're children of the universe. So we're children of the creator. And with that comes our free will, comes our ability to create and to think about things and decide according to that free will what we're going to do with it. Do we appeal to our highest nature or our lower nature? And in Egypt, it was called higher and lower Egypt and described in that way of how we worked up and down through the mystery schools. These are the chakras. These are the lower chakras, which deal with fight or flight, with the ego. It's all about me, me, me. Higher chakras, which deal with, can deal with, I've got you covered and I'm protecting you, but also wanting to bring all of that out a little bit into the light and uh, to present it on a layer and a level that um, transmutes the ego. But first that transmutation has to happen. And so there's a lot of ego wrestling there. So there's a lot of back and forth on that. And that's what's interesting to watch when you meet a person. That's kind of what you're finding out when you talk to them. When you ask them questions about their life, what they're doing, you're kind of getting to know them a teeny bit on the auric level because their colors starts to wash over you, their energy. Their energy signature washes over into yours, and now you're absorbed with that palette. So when you feel that, pay attention. That's that person's energy getting to know you, nipping at your heels, seeing what you're like, what you stand for, how important things are. So always use that as a good opportunity to learn about the other person and what makes them tick, what makes them interesting. When you do that, it really opens you up for an exploration. Once you train yourself to do this, it becomes a very handy tool as a wisdom student. There are so many things I could say about the wisdom teachings tonight, and maybe I'll go over them a little bit at a time, going deeper. So if this interests you, I hope you'll come back and listen again. With that in mind, I'm going to leave you with a little quote, one of my favorites, from Albert Einstein. Matter is energy. Energy is light. We are all light beings. And that's what I say when I teach here, is that we are all one. A sea of energy floating in vibratory fields. We're all one. One light. I also list an alchemical formula in my book talking about the mystery schools that's been used by many. And this formula is the power of thought plus the art of creative visualization equals the universal power of reality. That's a deep alchemical lesson there. The power of thought plus the art of creative visualization equals the universal power of reality. So give that alchemical thought some consideration and see if mystery schools feel right to you. So you may want to explore. As always, it's been great chatting with you. And I hope you're having a good week. And I appreciate all your Ask Kayla questions and more that are coming in about so many different topics. I'll address as many as I can. All right, well, take care.